Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. During my time in culinary school, I gained an appreciation for good beer and continued my studies in beer at grad school at NYU. Since then, I have been a beer director, beer bar general manager, and I get to continue to explore the beer world with all of you wonderful listeners. Every week, I will have a guest on the show from different parts of the beer world. Brewers, importers, educators, this will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So today on this uh, crisp, nice uh, Monday morning, I am joined by Mike McGarvey. He is the co-founder and head brewer at Three Stars Brewing Company up near the Tacoma Park Metro Station in Northwest D.C., uh, about six years old, right? Yeah, just just celebrated our yeah, six-year anniversary in, in August. In August. August, yeah. Sorry, I'm a little off on the month there. <laughs> it's close enough. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, Chef Kyle Bailey, he is the chef owner at the Salt Line down in Navy Yard. If you haven't been to that restaurant before, you're way behind the times and you need to go, right? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, so... We're going to talk about a couple things today, uh, about breweries and chefs working together for collaborations. Uh, we're going to get into pairing beer with um, Thanksgiving food, and then we're going to shamelessly plug a bunch of things. So, yeah. My favorite part. That's the, that's the best part. That's why we <laughs> save it to the end. Uh, so, first and foremost, Chef Kyle, you've done a couple collaborations with breweries, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um Plenty of stuff with, um, uh, you know, we, we've done plenty of events with three stars um, right. and um, with uh, uh, a lot of guys in town. But um, uh, we, we always keep the, uh, the, uh, the relationships open for sure. And, you know, kind of what does that process look like with you? I mean, are there particular, you, you have an amazing beer background. You and I, full disclosure, work together at Birch and Barley Church Key. We did, yeah. You know way more about beer than you let on. For sure. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> um, and you're really, really talented in cooking for beer um, and doing those kinds of pairings. Yeah, you know, I think it started with um, uh, where the beer pairing thing came from um, way back in the day. Um, it was uh, cooking with beer, mm-hmm. uh, where you'd use beer to cook the food. And I really hate it. I, I thought it was not okay. And uh, it's not the same as using wine. It's not an, an equal swap out. I think um, the beer beer's already a cooked product. It's already done. It's it's finished and it's ready to go. And why don't you just enjoy drinking the beer with your dinner? I, I thought that was really uh, where I wanted to go with that more. Um, and um, you know, we can get into the you know the the, the, the details of why beer works with with food so well. Mm-hmm. I think that we're all very familiar with that. I think um, yes. it's not the new thing anymore. And yeah. Uh, but, um, but I, I, I love, uh, I love cooking for beer, you know, and, and, and now we have, a this, this seafood restaurant so mm-hmm. and, um, you know, what goes really great with, uh, with oysters beer does actually, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, you know, that's what we do now for sure. Nice. And Mike, you all have done countless collaborations with different restaurants, correct? Yeah. And we've done them on multiple levels. We've, mm-hmm. we've done some where it's. Um, event-based, uh, where uh, you know we'll work with someone like Kyle on a menu. Uh, typically, we let the chef handle the menu, and 
we work together on kind of aligning beers with the right courses. But uh, we've also done actual beer collaborations where we've brewed with chefs too. So we kind of have done both sides. Um, we've always kind of uh, built our portfolio in a way, portfolio of beers that we've got lots of styles, which helps when you're working with chefs because maybe uh, you, you don't want a double IPA for every course, right? Um, so having saisons, some darker ales, some hoppy things, some sour beers, all really help in when you're putting it, trying to put together a rounded menu. And as far as the collaborations go, where you're actually brewing a specific beer for a restaurant, what what has that experience been like? Uh, it's been good. Um, we don't do it as much uh, these days as we did early on when we were a smaller brewery. We had a little more flexibility and kind of the production schedule as we've grown it's been a little harder to do those projects but um you know they they start really the same way they would with another brewery which is uh we look at what what we're trying to accomplish what kind of beer are we trying to make and then where we can we try to align it with uh, with specialties so uh you know if we were working with kyle obviously we'd be working um on a you know if, a fish menu or, or seafood menu, we'd want to line the beers that way, or we might choose some ingredients that cross over. So it's it's highly interactive, um, kind of back and forth with whoever that individual is. Nice. And you brought some beer for us to drink. Yeah. What are we drinking right now? Absolutely. Always bring beer. Um, <laughs> right now I've got our, it's actually a new beer uh, for the fall called Never Say Never. It's a Vienna lager, which called never say never because we said we never brew a lager mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did it's <laughs> delicious oh cheers thank very, you very very delicious um and for maybe listeners that aren't too familiar why would you say you'd never brew a lager well it just um it wasn't it wasn't really the persona of the brewery we we kind of had some styles that we liked and mm-hmm. we were um <laughs> we stood our ground on that we weren't going to make one um not really a style we were big fans of. And as we've grown uh, and, and the brewery's grown, we've got more people involved in the creative process. Uh, we, you know, we, we kind of recognize that to include everybody, sometimes you, you move into some styles maybe you hadn't done before. So I gotcha. And this is, I mean, it's also very time consuming and yes. it takes up space, which takes up money. And yes. And early on we wouldn't have been able to, to make loggers. Now we have enough capacity where we can do it. Nice. And so chef, when you're pairing beer with your menu, um, you know, what are some of the newer menu items that you're really excited about? You know, you have an excellent beer list. I don't know who does your beer list at this point. Uh, Donato does, um, our beverage director, Donato. Alvarez. Okay, nice. So awesome beer list super food friendly and really really great with seafood especially so you have some fun new items on your menu correct yeah uh we try to keep um everything kind of uh, relatable with maybe one or two kind of weird things in there and mm-hmm. yeah we worked when we worked together it was that was kind of the same formula with yeah um doing some weird super weird stuff with uh with some relatable stuff to so you can sneak in the fun things yeah. um Right now we're doing uh, eels. It's kind of eel season, and mm-hmm. uh, we do eel dishes. Wait, with, there's a season for eel? Uh, How do I not know this? The season is based on um, it. The, the season ends when it's too cold to go out and get eels. Okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> the ice, right? The ice. Okay. <laughs> but, um, 
What do they do under the ice otherwise? Do uh, just, who knows? Do man? they just the die? Or? No, they, I bet some evil stuff. I have no idea. We need yeah. to get a nature person on this show. Right. right. So you've it's almost end of end of eel season, so you're full bore on eels. Yeah, we're getting big time on eels. I think I think eel really relates great to um, kind of chilly weather anyway. Okay. I think um, um, I don't know if you're familiar with eel meat, um, but it it, it it cooks like chicken thigh, and it's. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like dark and meaty and it's, I mean, it's, it's not like dark, it's, it's mm-hmm. light, but it is meaty as hell and juicy. You can, you can almost not cook the juice out of it and that's awesome. Yeah. So it smokes great and it, um, it grills really well. And what we're doing right now is, um, we do eel dishes every year. We do an eel dish, mm-hmm. but we do with a classic veal preparation this year. We're doing last year. We did uh, eel cacciatore, which is fun. This year is eel parmigiana, <laughs> and um, what we're doing is uh, we take the eel and we um, we cut it down a little bit, <clears throat> grilled and fried, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, super tasty tomato sauce and house pulled mozzarella. Nice. No, that's amazing. And you can, I mean, you have a lot of flexibility as far as beer goes with that, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I think th- this, for example, would go really well with that. I think uh, the weight that. That the um, that the malt brings with, um, but with the low ABV, I, I think it's awesome. Very cool. And when the eel finishes cooking, I mean, is it is it still like a delicate, more delicate texture, or is it is it more kind of like substantial? No, it gets meaty. It gets yeah. like it like like for, like for real chicken thigh. Damn. So cool. Yeah. So cool, man. And the eels that we're getting are mm-hmm. like big on my arm. Like, <laughs> like oh my god, it's like up to my shoulder. Like a huge eel. Two cutting boards, boom! Two big cutting boards down, and I'm gonna buy. Uh, I'm, th- I'm like happy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy an eel knife. They call it um, an eel knife. What makes it an eel knife? Is it's, that like a- it's got a weird shape and it's sharp. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. Very cool. Where are you getting the eels from? Eels are coming from Crisfield, uh, Maryland. Super duper local. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but all over the all over the bay, they're all over the place. And they're not, I mean, nobody, nobody, it's like not not high demand. No one's ordering like a, you know, eel Caesar salad. Just me. (laughs) (laughs) Veal eel. I like that. You know, someone taught me that food is better when it rhymes. Oh, he sounds like a smart guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So for those of you just tuning in, I'm talking with Chef Kyle Bailey. He's the chef owner at the Salt Line, as well as Mike McGarvey. He is the co-founder and head brewer of three stars uh, here in DC. So coming up this week is one of my, it is my favorite holiday of all time. And that is Thanksgiving. It's the best holiday. No one's arguing with me on that one. I love Thanksgiving. That's your favorite too. holiday too. I love cooking. So yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. So we're all on board on that one. I feel like you're just agreeing with me because I told you to or no, you know, I, I, free will here. It, I actually <laughs> cook on Thanksgiving as well. We, we invite our families in and, and we host. Nice. So I want to, you know, everyone does those lists where it's like, oh, what to pair with, what to eat and stuff like that. Um, And a lot of times you just see like lists of beers with lists of food and you don't really get into why. Um, So I want to dig into that a little bit if you guys are cool with it. Sure. Um, So kicking off the start of the meal um, when you're kind of standing around awkwardly with people you haven't seen in a long time, somebody's invited somebody that, you know, is kind of standing awkwardly cause they don't know anybody. Um, and you're nibbling on like crackers and, and nuts and cheese or something like that. Like we can, we're there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should start with a Goza or a Berliner Weiss, right? Sour beers are really good for cheese. 
Yeah. So it's not a bad idea. <laughs> and and those are light beers too. Yeah. So you know the party starts. Everybody's a little nervous. Everybody's hand to mouth. Drink, drink, drink. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want to start with the biggest beer either. No, so. something like low, like four point five or below. Yeah. Um, you want that high acid, little dry, kind of acting as an aperitif. So waking up your palate, getting you hungry, that kind of thing. If you have a goza, it's got a little salt in it, so that's going to make you want to eat more, and that's the goal for the day. Because you don't just want to eat your food, you want to eat until you hate yourself, right? <laughs> yes. That's the goal. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then you finally get everyone seated down. Maybe somebody makes you do an obligatory prayer of some kind, or you have to go around and tell everybody what you're thankful for. Yeah? And then you finally get to go eat your food. Let's talk turkey. What are you drinking with your turkey? Well, so, you know, you're talking about a big meal here. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be drinking that, you know, 10, 11% beers yet. Those no. are more dessert a little bit later. So now you're, you're looking at your ales um, or lager. Lager would be good too, right? Something mm-hmm. light, drink all, all meal long. The malt goes along with everything. Um, or you could look at something hoppy. You could have your double IPA, your pale ale to go alongside. Um, or if you're not a hoppy person, maybe Saison. Peppercorn yeah. Saison is one of our, our uh, you know, core beers uh, you'll see all around town. That's another nice beer with food. Um, not too high in alcohol, but got a little sweet finish. Um, so, you know, those few different ways you could go there. Yeah, I'm with you on the Saison because I feel like that spiciness that you get in Saison, especially with your pink peppercorn Saison, mm-hmm. that would pull out those like herbal spicy notes that you get in stuffing. So you're kind of bringing the outside of the turkey to the surface. Um, and then I agree with you on the maltiness because if you cook your turkey properly, you're going to have a nice crispy skin. And mm-hmm. Chef, you could probably explain the Maillard reaction there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's browning, right? Browning. It means browning. Um, but one uh, quick uh, Thanksgiving Day tip. Mm-hmm. If you can find some call fat. Yeah. Uh, I have it if, you, if anybody needs any. Yeah. For sure, if you need some. Go down the salt line, get some call fat from <laughs> I, Chef Kyle. I have um, the fat that surrounds a pig's stomach in my freezer. So mm-hmm. anyway, wrap your turkey in call fat. And yeah. like With a ton of butter in there and like lemons or whatever. And it's like a fat cape. For the turkey. Yeah. Like to get it crispy and super duper juicy. Let me know. That is amazing. I want a a fat cape. (laughs) Are you guys brine your turkey or not brine your turkey kind of people? 100% brine. Yeah. Yeah. And and why? For people who who maybe don't know. Brine is great for, um, you know, it really holds moisture in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's curing. Yeah. um, Or pickling or or brining in that same family. And that's the idea is is to maintain moisture. And um, and fl- and to add flavor. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, always brine. But I'm 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 with you on that fat cape, for yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let me know. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I have that. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back and continue to dive through this uh, epic Thanksgiving menu that I'm painting here. Sounds good.
Welcome back to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, recording live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I am joined today by Chef Kyle Bailey, chef and owner of the Salt Line, co-owner of Salt Line, um, and then uh, Mike McGarvey, the co-founder and head brewer at Three Stars Brewery in Washington, D.C. So we're just kind of going through a typical or hypothetical Thanksgiving uh, holiday menu, pairing some beer, talking about some turkey tips and whatnot. Um, we started to touch on IPAs. Yeah. And the thing I love about IPAs is you have that bitterness, and that really helps balance out any sweetness or any fattiness. And for sides, there's a lot of fat out there. You've got the green bean casserole that's completely coated in uh, mushroom soup from a can. Mm-hmm. You got mac and cheese, that kind of thing. Plus, once you're hitting the sides, you're hitting the questionable political discussions, and you're going to want higher ABV to kind of coast you through that. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what are you guys, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, IPAs out there? Oh, man. You know, right now, the, the crazy thing with IPAs is they're all over the, the map. Some mm-hmm. are bitter, some are not. Some are hazy, some are not. Some are juicy, some are spicy. So, you know, I, for me, I like the big juicy ones. Yeah. Um, I like the double IPAs. We've got one right now. Just, just hit the shelves a couple weeks ago. Nothing but them lacks. Cadillacs. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we, we tend to, to be, we tend to focus more on the big aroma and, and juicy flavors, a little less on the bitterness, mm-hmm. uh, seems to be kind of a profile everybody's getting around these days, but you know, um, I, I don't know if I could pick just one cause the, the, the difference in the style has changed so much over the last year, yeah. even two years that, um, y- you can find such a broad profile for, for that style. Yeah. Chef? Yeah, man. Um, the IPAs have changed so much like since you know. um, since back in the day. It's really cool, man. Uh, I remember when everybody was doubling down on bitter, and it was like, let's see how crazy bitter we can make this. And you know, don't get me wrong, I like to punish myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, at some point, it's like, you know, I want to taste this beer, too, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love IPAs, man. I think um, it's uh, I, it's like my that's my favorite kind of beer. And um, and my number one is uh, Bell's Too Arden. Um yeah. Just, that was the beer that made me understand what beer was. You know, I, I, I remember drinking it and I was like, oh, I totally get this now, man. I, I get what, what this is and, and how the flavors work and why it works is because of balance. And, and that's really special, man. I think yeah. it, that's why it pairs so well. It's, it's, all, it's, it's so complete in itself mm-hmm. that it's going to complement everything around it. Yeah, um, for sure. I think that's an excellent Thanksgiving beer. Yeah, and that, that's a beer, honestly, most breweries have built their IPAs around that yeah. style, around mm-hmm. that beer in particular, because yeah. it was everybody's saying, that's my double IPA. That's, that's my beer. Yeah. It's a great go-to, man. Um, but, uh, but, but what you're saying about the juicy, man, that, that's, that's the cool thing. I think that's really cool about the, yeah. the new IPAs, these, these new class of IPAs coming in. Um, just all the, all, the, all the words you said, the hazy and the juicy and... Um, that's really cool. It's really different. You know? It's cool. And like, I love the New England style IPAs where you're getting that juicy haziness. Like, I think it's really delicious and easily crushable, especially in like summertime and, and stuff like that. What I am not a fan of is when breweries do the double IPAs, it's super hazy, and they add a ton of fruit juice to the point where it just tastes like fruit juice. Like, if they're doing like a passion fruit New England style double IPA, and it comes out looking exactly like, you know those like, 
you know that like block of passion fruit that you get when you work in a restaurant and you're making some kind of passion fruit dessert? I have some now if you want. Yes. <laughs> if you need. <laughs> when you like melt that down, and so when you hand me a beer that looks of that consistency and tastes exactly like it, I'm like, you know, congratulations on your pastry accomplishments, but you're not a brewer. <laughs> yeah. like, so that's this is I a mean, delicious Tropicana IPA. Yeah. That that's a huge thing though right now is you have to wade through what what who's who's taking that being creative and still making a solid beer who is just dumping all the fruit in there and you know call it a cheater beer or whatever but Mm -hmm. they're not they're not in the end their focus is not on something that is a beer with uh some elements of fruit or or how the fruit helps to set off the hot profile of the beer it's all about lactose, uh, which does not belong in double IPAs, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, there, I've had some decent ones, so I'm not going to say never. Never <laughs> say never, right? Right. Um, but I, I think I, I, I'm with you. I, I line myself more with those that are looking at how to take these new styles or, or variances on the styles, advance them forward, um, take what you like from it, mix it with something else you do, come up with something unique yourselves or or something else, but I'm, I'm with you. It's still got to be beer for me. Mm-hmm. I like fruit in beer, obviously, because we, we use a lot of it. Yeah. I prefer it more in sour beers because it fits better. It's more of what those styles are meant to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you. I There's a fine line there, and um, some people are just, you know, they, they, have, they haven't seen the line yet. They're no. crossing it, but they don't know it. And, you know, there's the argument on the other side is that it makes beer incredibly... Uh, uh, appealing and approachable. approachable. Yeah. So if you've got somebody who hates beer and, you know, really loves, you know, like a slushy cocktail with vodka, which, hey, no, don't knock that ever. That's okay. That's okay. You know, and it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to bridge you from your slushy cocktail with vodka to a quote unquote beer. And I'm going to basically give you a passion fruit slushy. Cool. If that gets someone buying craft beer, fine it's a gateway beer it's a gateway beer yeah it like eases you into it speaking of you know beers that actually taste like beer this beer that you just poured us is is really good what did you what did you just pour us this is nothing but them lax it's double ipa so that just hit stores last week so it's super fresh should be all around town and this is this is what i'm picturing when i say drink a ipa with with sides nice nice bright uh, bitterness, malty backbone. This is decent in ABV, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's about uh, 7.5%. Yeah, that'll get you through those political discussions. Yeah, decent. For sure. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was interviewing uh, a German brewer a couple weeks ago, and they, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, and we're going to come out with this crazy high ABV beer. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, 6%. It's going to be insane. And I was like, <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so speaking of sides, what are your favorite sides? Thanksgiving sides. Stuffing. I love stuffing. Cool. Uh, yeah, we were talking about doing an oyster stuffing. Okay. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, can't forget Brussels. Honestly, my favorite thing are the sides. Um, yeah. And cooking a turkey is fun, but mm-hmm. it's like, um, how many turkeys can you cook before? It's like, you feel satisfied with your ability to cook turkeys. You got four. I go for the wing. I go <laughs> for the turkey wing and 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 gnaw on that because that's the most crispy skin, you know, per you know whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. But like every you know, and you know, every part of the turkey 
it's good. It's, it's turkey, you mm-hmm. know. But they got that weird um, leg thing, the le- weird leg bone. Yeah. What is that? You know, it's all I sharp and crazy. But you can you can get around it. You just gotta be crafty. You just gotta <laughs> really sneak in there. My favorite is actually mashed potatoes. Mm. I yeah. love a really good. I I still like kind of create a like a pit. I put a bunch of hot sauce in there and I mix it up till it's like orange. That's that's my favorite. You thing. make the well. That's I make good. the well, <laughs> or the volcano, or you know whatever yeah. it is. But yeah, no, I'm still like eight and just like crushing hot sauce on mashed potatoes. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, but then Brussels, yeah, um, green beans and um, uh, you know sweet potatoes and mm-hmm. cranberry sauce. Um, oh man, and the new thing is mac and cheese. Okay. But you make um, you make um, like a, a custard, like mm-hmm. a cheesy custard, and you pour that on the cooked um, pasta, and you bake it like um, like a bread pudding. Oh, and that is awesome. I gotta say, my husband wow. makes this mac and cheese that is like mind-blowingly good. He makes like a uh, he makes like a really thick cheese sauce, and he pours it over the cooked noodles, and he cooks it in a casserole dish. So yeah, pretty similar. But he puts goat cheese in his blend. Yes. And That's it's awesome. So, I love it, man. so good. Um, he's from Western New York, so his like casserole roots are, are really deep. <laughs> so we're moving into desserts now. Um, at this point, you need the heavy hitters. Things yeah. have gone off the rails. Yeah. The political discussions have, has, have gone awry. There's something that's been said that's racist. There's something that's been said that's sexist. You no longer want to speak to some of your relatives. You need the heavy hitters now. What are we drinking? Yeah. So this is where you pull the big stouts, mm-hmm. the big porters out. Yeah. Um, today we've got Desolation Imperial Coffee Porter. Okay. It's an awesome name. This is Yeah. So um, this is actually made with barrel-aged coffee. So mm-hmm. the coffee gets barrel-aged, the beans, not the beer, which is very different than you would normally expect. Um, we use Qualia coffee here, actually. Um, so we work with Joel over at Qualia on special, um, you know, roast and special beans. And then we infuse that delicious barrel-aged bean right into the beer. So this is, this is great with dessert. You know, big imperial porter. You, you, get, you get your extra alcohol, smooths everybody out. Um, but you got the richness to go alongside your sweetness. So big, dark malts, chocolatey. Um, rich flavors. Nice. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> so uh, for listeners who don't know or are not too familiar, uh, the um, Goose Island does their release of Bourbon County Stout the day after Thanksgiving. It's their Black, Fly- Black Friday release. And this year they're releasing eight. There are two of them that are, or there's one of them that's only going to be le- released in Chicago. And then it, you know, kind of, Peter's out from there. We used to do a really big event at Church Key with it. And that event haunts me. Oh, yes. Because you get, you know, you show up. I show up like the day after Thanksgiving. And it's, you know, we open at, what, 11 at Church Key. And I'd, I'd show up at 8.30 to like, you know, get my stuff together and, you know, get myself ready to be, you know, kicked repeatedly in the face during brunch, <laughs> as brunch does. And um, it, there'd already be a line. There'd be a line at like 8.30, you know, of like 20-some people. And they'd be like, um, excuse me, there's a line. And, you know. Yes, like, I do know that one. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I gotta go set up for brunch. That was actually one of my favorite, like, my favorite um, things to do were um, 
uh, heckle those people yeah. uh, as I was walking into the door. <laughs> Line but, starts back here. It's like, Line starts right here. <laughs> But it's just even I've cut that line (laughs) where I've been like, "Hey, I'm working. Come on, let me go." Can get crazy out there. I totally appreciate people who stand in line for beer because it's a fun experience, and I've done it before. You know, I I always have beers to stand in line for beer. Though I don't I don't do that sober. That's how you're. That's how you start snapping (laughs) at people who actually work the establishment. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) And you used to do line tots. Yeah. Um, when people were standing in line for too long, you'd send out tots for people. Yeah, you know, I hate lines, man. I hate lines. I hate standing in lines. I hate, uh, I hate seeing people standing in lines mm-hmm. because it's like, wow, you could be doing so much more stuff, man. Uh, but I also have like a very um, small amount of free time. So I think I'm uh, maybe a little bit different on that one. However, whenever I see people in lines, especially if it's my restaurant, I'm like, I'm going to send out some food. Like, Everybody wants a snack, you know? That's the best. Everybody I wants a snack, that's awesome. dude. A, like something, especially if it's hot, it's like, wow, man. Nobody ever said anything that nice about it, though. I, couldn't, I can't believe we never... Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, we didn't get some, like, Twitter shout-out of, like, oh, man, thanks for the free tots while I was yeah, in line. That. Even a handshake or, like, a... No. Hey, that was cool, man. Oh, ah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> so as far as Thanksgiving dessert, Chef, you're incredibly spoiled because you are married to Chef Tiffany McIsaac, who's the owner of Buttercream Bake Shop, and she has pies for sale. I'm going to yes, plug that is, right now. It's totally pie time right now. Um, and um, we, I actually just ate um, a full apple pie before I came here. Okay. And <laughs> a full it, apple pie. I, is <laughs> it straight apple, or does she like put pear in it it's, or anything? Uh, it's apple and... Um, uh, dolce de leche and uh, cinnamon and it's stop it. Th- there's I I can't give away any trade secrets, but I will say that the crust is special mm-hmm. f- for a number of reasons. But it's like you know when you go to pick up a piece of apple pie. I don't know if if you're like me when you eat the apple pie. You eat it you, like a pizza. Yep. Yeah, okay. It's right in your hand like this over the sink. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know when it all falls out the bottom and you're like, <laughs> hell is this man? Uh, this pie does not do that, and mm. it's because years of testing on my part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the day after Thanksgiving, when you're like hungover and exhausted and you don't want to do any cleanup, you don't want to do any cooking, you just cut a piece of the pie and like shame eat it over the sink. Yes. <laughs> or make yourself a pie sandwich. That's two pieces of white bread in the pie. Two pieces of white bread in the pie. <laughs> <laughs> or do you, I was thinking you put, in the face. people put cheese on apple pie, right? They oh, do. yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that. I've never done that before. Is that... It's Where does that come from? Very good. Vermont. Does that come from your? Oh, I was going to say, does that come from your motherland in Pennsylvania? That <laughs> That's like a very PA do. thing. A, P, a very PA thing to do is a spaghetti sandwich. This is, I'm, you've not heard that before. No. no. It's, really? <laughs> oh, it's it's awesome. Um, <laughs> everything on a sandwich, right? So, uh, but that's uh, Vermont, and it's uh, super duper sharp cheddar mm-hmm. and just delicious, like almost untouched apple pie. Okay. Where it's. Uh, natural sweetness so you don't add extra stuff to it and it's like um, the melty cheese on it okay and it's like alright you're selling me on this yep. one a little bit alright get to it man. That. I'll and try that, it that pie sandwich with cheese <laughs> pie sandwich with cheese grilled cheese uh, apple pie <laughs> oh we're disgusting um, so and Chef Kyle there's a um, there's a really cool thing that your restaurant does and people should really keep this in mind for right after Thanksgiving is the Christmas tree lot Yep, day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Come on down, uh, Christmas tree lot. We have these, you know, awesome Christmas trees. They're actually shipped in from Pennsylvania. And um, the proceeds go to the DC Firefighters Burn Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, So come pick up a tree, man. 
I did my Christmas tree from there for two years in a row. It's an awesome tree. It lasted well into February. Yeah, they're fresh. Yeah, fresh because trees. I don't, you know, I'm lazy. So <laughs> we, We've done ours the last, I don't know how long from there, uh, but they've all been great trees. Cool. Yeah. We'll be back too. Yeah. And you know it all goes to a good cause. That's right. Don't buy your trees at Whole Foods. Get out of here. <laughs> they have trees. It's I so didn't weird. know they had trees. This is news to my me. My first uh, Christmas in D.C., I got my tree from Whole Foods, and I, I walked it home over a mile and a half on a dolly, you know. <laughs> That's so yeah. that's the most Sarah Jane thing I've heard yeah. all day. <laughs> I had a friend of mine with me. She's like, do you need help? And I'm like, no, I've got to do this. <laughs> yeah, I have all the bad ideas. Um, and uh, and uh, Mike, you guys have the holiday party coming up, correct? That's right. This will be the seventh anniversary party. So seven years. Um, be a great day at the brewery. The It's December 9th, 1 to, one to 6. Uh, we'll have live music. Uh, we'll, we'll have DJ. We'll have tons of food. We'll have tons of special beers, some one-offs, some collaborations, all the good stuff. So, oh my gosh, yeah, come on out. Yeah, It'll be a great time. And tickets are on sale right now. That's right. Um, you can get them through your website. That's right. Um, and then you also have some really cool beer societies that people can join. Correct. That's right. Yep. So um, now's the time. Wednesday, actually, Wednesday morning, we'll open them up to the public. Uh, this is for our Illuminati and Funker Gnome Society clubs, which are private beer clubs where uh, you know, it's 100 bucks plus whatever fees. Uh, you get five releases throughout the year. These are beers that are only made for the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean beers are the Illuminati club. Funker Gnome Society is for sour beers. We learned we had to split the two. Not yeah. everybody likes sour beers. So uh, we've got the two societies. Uh, they open up Wednesday morning. Is there some kind of initiation or handshake? <laughs> Hazing. <laughs> There's some secret things here and there. Okay, so secret things. Will there be like meetings or... Yeah, so, so what we do with it, uh, there actually is an intro event where everybody comes out who's a member. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do that at the brewery. It's a big party. People come out. We've got beers from prior Illuminati's we'll serve up. Um, so that's kind of the intro. That's how everybody gets into it. And then mm-hmm. it's about a release a quarter throughout the year. The last quarter, you get two releases. Wow. That's a good deal. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we think so. For, you know, really yeah. a one-off beer that you and, you know, just a few hundred people get to experience. For sure. And I mean, what you said, it was like $100 for the membership. Yep. That's yeah, right. you think like a rare beer on average, you know, you're spending $25 anyways. You're getting, what, five or six beers? Five beers. Yeah. Yep. That's not bad. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we yeah. love it. It's an opportunity to just be completely creative. Um, every style is on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, they're barrel-aged beers. So, you, you know, there's a lot of complexity to them. That's awesome. Well, that's also on your website. Yeah. Um, so definitely check that out on Wednesday. That's right. And uh, that's it. You don't, you don't, you've got your, you don't have to do Black Friday or anything. Join the Illuminati Club or the, there you, go. you know, and then afterwards, go get your Christmas tree. That's right. Easy. And Done. eat some eel. Some veal eel. <laughs> Try some eel, man. <laughs> eat lots of eel. Eat lots of eel. All right. Well, uh, it is the uh, end of our show now. Thank you all for tuning in. You can get uh, Beer Me anywhere you get podcasts. Thank you all for coming by on Monday morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.